You're listening to Khan Podcasts. The Iraqi Jewish Archive is a collection of over 2,700 books and tens of thousands of historical documents from Iraq's Jewish community that were found in 2003 in the flooded basement of Saddam Hussein's intelligence headquarters by a special U.S. Army team. The collection includes a wide variety of books and rare documents ranging from 500-year-old commentaries on the Talmud to personal letters sent during the 1950s. Dr. Harold Rode, a Middle Eastern analyst in the office of the U.S. Secretary of Defense, who was stationed in Iraq at the time, recognized that the collection of submerged documents, scrolls, and books was a unique Jewish archive. In a special rescue operation, the materials were airlifted to the United States, where the U.S. National Archive restored, cataloged, and digitized the materials. Road will tell the story of the discovery of the archive on August 29th at the Babylonian Jewry Heritage Center in Or Yehuda. Ahead of the event, he spoke to our reporter, Naomi Segel. As the Jews left Iraq, mostly around 1951, they, they put most of their materials in the women's section of one synagogue in a place called Batawin, a a, uh, a, a Jewish section of Baghdad. And uh, these included holy books, this included Sifre Torah, Torahs, um, and uh, Talmud, copies of the Talmud, and, and things like this. They were uh, used by both the leaders and the people of the community. The Jewish community of Baghdad numbered what was the largest of all the communities uh, back before World War One, more than the Sunnis, more than the Shia, and uh, that was that. So in, again, books, uh, also school records from a Jewish school, which was founded in the 1930s, if I'm correct, um, because uh, the Jews couldn't study because of uh, uh, Nazi ideas, actually, in uh, regular Iraqi schools anymore. So pictures, school records, you name it, we found it having to do with the community. And these were discovered in a basement in 2003 uh, in, in, in a building, in Saddam Hussein's building there. This was a complete uh, unexpected discovery. Here's what happened. Uh, we didn't even know that there was a Jewish section of the Iraqi, uh, uh, let's just say a combination of the Mossad and the Shabak together. And uh, uh, what had happened was in this building, in the central um, uh, uh, spying uh, headquarters in Baghdad, they apparently, all the archives of Jewish communities, that is of the Jewish community of Baghdad, they had it in the basement. How did we find it? The head of the Iraqi opposition at the time was a man by the name of Ahmad Chalabi, who had a lot of connections at one point, even with the Jewish community. And he called me. I was in Baghdad with the American forces. I worked for the Pentagon. And he said, Harold, you must come over to the uh, headquarters, the, the uh, intelligence headquarters, uh, quickly, because we have the man who was in charge of the Jewish section uh, of the Iraqi archives has just come, 
And in return for telling us what he did, he wanted protection, a piece of paper which says he's cooperating with the new authorities in Iraq. And so he was prepared to say exactly what he, what he had done. And, it, and so anyway, we went there and it ended up that the building uh, had been bombed by the Americans and uh, the, a bomb went through the building and uh, destroyed the water system. And the Jewish section was in the basement next to some torture chambers, actually. And uh, uh, since it uh, went through the building, it destroyed the water system. So water from the third, fourth, or whatever floors above dripped down to the bottom floor and flooded the, the archives. And so what happened? Uh, we had to, first of all, get it out, uh, get the water out. Now, Cholobi, out of his, the head of the opposition, from his own uh, money, found a truck which had pumps and would suck out the water. The water was, when we found it, up to our knees. And two days later, when we came back with the truck sucking out the water, it was only up to our ankles. And Cholobi hired Shiite workers and uh, it was they and I who um, were slowly but surely pulling out the books. We didn't know what was in there. And, uh, and to show you how much the Iraqis must have understood, the, the head of the Jewish section said there is something written on parchment and it's ancient. It's an ancient copy of the Talmud. Well, we write a lot of things. We write Torahs on parchment, on skin. And uh, we didn't find anything from the 7th century, as he told us. But we found a lot of material. We didn't even know what it was. It was all waterlogged because it was underwater. Anyway, no one, in the beginning, it was just the Iraqis and I who were involved with this. And then um, Nathan Sharansky, who uh, was a friend, would call to, from time to time to see if I was alive. I think at the time, I forget which ministry he ran here in Israel. And um, I told him what we found, and he said to me, uh, what can I do? I said, call your friend, Vice President Cheney, and see if he can do something. Well, Sharansky did that, and somebody else did uh, that call. And the next day or so, there was a meeting between the American authorities, a, a video meeting for the American authorities in Baghdad and the president, vice president, and other senior officials in the United States. When they brought it up, the American government took over the project. And I want to tell you, when America wants to do something, its capabilities are awesome. And they took over the project. I think I'd worked on it for about six weeks by then. And they brought in archivists from the United States, and the uh, and uh, then the military came in and finished the the water job. And it was, it's unbelievable what happened. It's a tremendous and, um, conservation yeah. process. Well, see, in the beginning, there was no one to help that could help me. You know, I have a PhD in history, but I'm not an I, I don't know how to preserve documents. And thank God the, um, the National Library here in Israel was on the telephone with me when I was in Baghdad trying to help me 
tell me what to do to how to salvage these documents and things. Well, what happened? Um, uh, I really, they said, for example, you have to dry it out. And I said, well, we don't have electricity here. So how am I going to do that when it could be up to 50 degrees centigrade in the, uh, in, in the, in the, in the summertime in the, uh, um, uh, you know, it, it, what can you do? It was hot and all that. Finally, they said, look, do what you possibly can. And this Ahmachalabi gave us a, 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 an area where we would take the things and dry them out a bit. There was one Torah, um, that, that was there. And um, the problem with anything which is written on skin or parchment is that if you dry it out too much, it becomes like a straitjacket, and that would destroy it. So I had I talked with some some poskim, some some important rabbis who said you are by what you are doing you are saving. It's like saving a life. So if you have to roll the Torah out on the floor, and we have pictures of this on the ground. So we would dry a bit and then roll it up and put it in these huge um, uh, uh, trunks. Um, and, so, and therefore, would save. in other words, it was still wet, but just it was damp instead of really, really waterlogged. And that's what we did. And eventually, when the Americans took it over, and, and they uh, brought it, the, the, the whole archive in a small airplane, um, uh, to uh, somewhere in Texas, if I'm correct, it may be Houston, where the National Archives has its um, uh, restoration uh, uh, facilities. And uh, see, they they dried it, they stopped the mold, and um, then they brought it to Washington, where they had people who, who were cataloging what it was. And uh, it was amazing. Um, and it's on the net right now. If anybody wants to find it, go to the uh, the, the American uh, National Archives. It's called NARA, N-A-R-A slash I-J-A, which means Iraqi Jewish Archives. And they uh, scanned this at a very, very high um uh, 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 resolution, I think like 10 megabytes, a, uh, a, a picture, and it is now, uh, it's on the net, and the museum, the, 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 Milkaz, the center for the Iraqi, the Babylonian Jewish heritage, is, uh, got copies of this, and they are, um, uh, they have their own researchers who are researching these things, and we're learning all about rabbis and that we knew about them. We have their thoughts because they apparently wrote on the sides of, uh, of the Talmuds what they thought about different subjects which are discussed. We didn't know these things before. So this and is a I, tremendous trove, a door opening oh, yes. into this rich life yes. that was cut off. Yes, 100%. And where... And- the future or the provenance of the documents themselves, not the digital versions, but the physical documents. That has been that's something that's good, yes. been in play for a while. Well, see, the there is a, an international law that something which belongs to a foreign country, if someone takes over the country, they can't take it for themselves. And so the Americans 
who, who were the temporary government of Iraq when we marched in, um, the uh, Americans, shall we say, signed a deal with themselves saying that this belonged, this treasure belonged to um, the to Iraq and therefore had to be returned to Iraq after the restoration. Well, the Iraq, the Jews, and, and from you, if you ask me, this is thing. These things didn't belong to Iraq. They belong to the Jewish community of Iraq, which is um, uh, largely, though not totally, it's like 90% or so live here in Israel, they and their descendants. And they need, and to me, this is, it belongs to them. If it stays in Baghdad, um, if they would even preserve it, then the Jews of Israel from of Iraqi origin would not have access to their ancestral material. Anyway, uh, uh, so it's up in the air. We'll see what happens. And uh, uh, and uh, I honestly don't know the exact uh, uh, the situation today. But it was a labor of love, uh, and Hashem, God, put me clearly in the right place at the right time because I know Arabic and Hebrew, and uh, I can pass in Aramaic, and I could figure out what the documents were all about. That must have been such uh, an experience looking at those first few uh, documents and realizing what is before you. There are no words to describe it. You're 100% right. And I must say from a personal point of view, I'm an Ashkenazi Jew. And uh, and my field is the Middle East. Uh, now, what happens? Uh, at one point, I pull out a copy of uh, a work which was written by the Jewish scholar Nodabe Yehuda, a family named Landau. Now, his wife, back in the 1700s, was a distant cousin of mine. Uh, and, and here I'm Ashkenazi. I'm not Iraqi. You never know what you're going to find. The Iraqi Jews were in connection with the Jews of what is today Iraq were in connection all over the world with Jewish uh, communities. And they exchanged books. They, they all, all sorts of things. They were very strongly involved with the Jewish world. 